Hey guys, it's your girl Mo Diggs, and I'm here with your Black History Moment of the Day. Today we are talking about Jordan Peele. In 2017, Peele made his directorial debut with the horror film Get Out, which was chosen as one of the top 10 films of the year by the African American Film Institute and Time magazine, and grossed over $250 million at the box office on a budget 1.8% that size, $4.5 million. The movie and Peele received numerous accolades. Peele won the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay, Making History. He was the third debuting director and first black person, heavy on the black, to be nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Original Screenplay. Get Out won the Writers Guild of America Award for Best Original Screenplay, as well as nominations for BAFTA and Directors Guild of America Award. Shout out to Peel for making history, as well as paving the way for young Black directors. Hello, as well as making County. I'm Odega once That's again. That's it for today's Black History Moment, guys. Bye. And in today's episode of the Prince George's Daily Podcast, Heavenly Bee has a candid girl chat with Ashley Johnson, discussing the joys and struggles of the single life in 2020. This is the month of love on Prince George's Daily Podcast. That's coming up right after this weather. For today, it's mostly sunny with the temperature going up into the upper 40s. And our low tonight will be 28 degrees. Tomorrow, our high will reach about 40 with some cloudy skies and winds at 5 miles per hour. The low temperature tonight will be in the low 20s. High 30s for Friday as a high temperature. According to the National Weather Service, our sunrise was at 6.53 a.m. and our sunset will be at 5.49 p.m. for Prince George's County. That's the weather for today, February 19th, 2020. Stay with us after today's episode of The Season of Love. We'll bring news from the desk of Lillian Torres. In today's news, a former U.S. attorney's daughter is charged with murder. A new campaign holding Prince George's state's attorney office accountable for its prosecuting decisions and a new ban on plastic carryout bags. You'll certainly want to hear about this, so stay with us. Coming right up, Heavenly interviewed Ashley Johnson, our Prince Georgian of the day. This is Prince George's daily podcast at PGCC. It's your girl Heavenly B here with the Prince George's Daily, and today I'm here with my girl Ashley. Hey guys, we're here talking all about dating in 2020 as a single, um, and this is just to add to our love month because while we love talking to the couples, the reality is that the majority of the world is not married. Well, they're single. They're not married. Because if you're not married, they're, you're single. They're in a situation. So you, right. I'm about to yeah. say. So if you're not married, you're single, though. Do you, mm, uh, technically, if you're not married, they... You're single. Unless you're exclusively dating someone. So that's we can jump right into it. <laughs> then with this conversation right here. So when should you stop dating other people because that is a big issue that we bump into as singles in the dating world we get caught up in a person come to realize they got other people they got other booze girl that happens all the time i mean so like i said i think that it's very important to establish that you guys are exclusively dating like that's the only difference other than that if we are not exclusively dating if me and you did not sit down and have a conversation 
even though our feelings may be in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some, a lot of times, like, for instance, I've been in a situation where my feelings was in it and he has exhibited his feelings were in it, but he still want to go do what he want to do. He didn't want to put the title yeah, on it. Yeah, he didn't want to put the title on it. And that's a lot of men. So, usually somebody would come out. Yeah, like I said, you guys will have a conversation if you guys are on the same page and say that you're, you know, we're exclusively Yeah, I, I really believe strongly in the conversation as well. And I'm going to tell you why. I had an experience as a teenager where I thought this boy was my boyfriend. And so I'm going around just lollygagging, thinking life is grand and I got a boo. And then it comes out that he was messing with this other girl and the whole neighborhood knew. And so they told me and we approached him. And, you know, at first it was real apologetic about it. Like, you know, I'm sorry. I ain't messed with that girl for real. Blah, blah, blah. Then next thing I know, it's like an epiphany hit him in the middle of him apologizing. And he said, wait. We're not even together. <laughs> and, I, and I could have fell to the ground. Because right. I was like, what? We're not right. together? I thought we was together. And from that point forward, I knew that I needed to make sure that me and you are on the same page about where we stand in this relationship. So let's rewind a little bit because we just jumped right in. But let me know a little bit about how long you've been single. Girl, I've been single my whole life. Like nah, I probably have been. I've been single for since twenty fourteen. Okay, so that's the last time I was in a relationship. Um, I took a break after twenty fourteen and started dating around twenty sixteen. Then I've been dating since twenty sixteen. It's twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but do you enjoy dating? Because first of all, let's define dating from your perspective. To me. Dating is going out on dates with potential partners to see if they meet up to the standard or qualification that you would like for an actual relationship. Dating is getting to know somebody, yeah. like you said, and going on dates with somebody and or, you know, whatever you guys decide, whatever type of dates that you guys want to have, you know, you're spending time and getting to know somebody. So mm-hmm. do you enjoy dating? Because I find that uh, it can be a tedious process. So, at first, it was fun. I want to say when I first started, I started going on, like, Tinder and POF and all those type things. And, you know, meaning going on different dates at first, it's cool because, you know, okay, I don't got to pay for it. We'll have a nice little conversation. But, I mean, at the same time, you kind of, like, get tired of mm-hmm. always meeting someone new because 9 out of 10, I mean, come on now, like, it's Tinder and POF, like... But we can't some... say that, though. We can't. Because I got at least an example of at least three people who have found love and got married off of Tinder and POF. Two on POF and one on Tinder. So people are really finding love out here on these sites. The majority are not, though. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you... <laughs> What do you the think? Majority are what not. do you think the issue is, though? Do you think the people that are getting on here are are scammers? I don't think that the people that are getting on some of these websites are actually looking for a relationship, and I think that they are so comfortable with hopping in and out of people's beds that sometimes that's all they're really looking for. But who are for. letting? Who is letting them in the beds? so quick because I think there has to be a certain level of accountability with that too like as I feel like as a as a culture we tripping 
Well, no, I think so too. I think it's a lot. It's way too much uh, sleeping around, going around before they have those. They shouldn't have that expectation, right? Because, but they have that expectation because it's the norm. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like to a certain extent, because it really just depends on who you, how the conversation goes when you're, you know, since you're not talking to somebody face to face. It really depends how the conversation goes in the inbox. If you come across like you're looking for something else or you just want to meet up and hook up with the person like the same day that you're messaging them, then yeah, like you're probably rolling or like what mm-hmm. you're looking for. You're looking for a late night hookup probably or something like that. And I like will say that though, because I have to confess people, I have done my POF days, you know, my friends found love and I said, well shoot, instead of me sitting in here in this house thinking somebody going to pop up at my door, why about I how about I go online and I will tell you that they try to get you out quick that's one thing about it ain't no they, when they meet you you cute y'all conversation mm-hmm. go a little good in the inbox yeah. they're ready to go out yeah and they either try you know <laughs> I was younger tell the truth Shawty. I was younger a little bit back then so like you know you bribe me with some drinks or something mm-hmm. you say okay we about to have some drinks you want to come through I might come through. You be drinking on what I like. And you see, got the I'm a little bit different. I'm probably the bougie POF girl. I'm like, oh, sure. Where do you want to take me? Like, you're going to take me out and you are definitely going to spend some money and wine and dine me. But it doesn't make their intention any better. It just makes them have to take a different approach because I may be the type that they got to act like they love me or they like me or they want to mm-hmm. be my man just to get to their goal. Where then, as other people probably like, hmm, well, they don't have to do that to get to the goal, but they still ultimately just going to use whatever strategy gets them to that goal. Yeah. I mean, so with that too, I think it really just depends on like where your state of mind is so like like i said where my state of mind was back then when i first started dating like really i didn't really know what i was looking for Mm -hmm. i had used to dealing with a ratchet (laughs) really so i really was already kind of expecting the bare minimum from somebody Mm, anyway that's deep so when i once i started going out there and seeing like how the dating scene really was it really made me i had to take break Mm mm-hmm even when I, I was overwhelmed with the messages that I got or whatever because it was that many in the DM and I'm just all like, I'm not about to talk. I would literally go through the messages and just, as soon, if I didn't like how he looked, b- delete. I was going to ask that. Delete, like, how do delete. you choose, like, which ones to delete? I only, oh, I only, if he was, he had to be cute and I have a type. So, mm-hmm. if he wasn't dark skin and he wasn't chocolate and you wasn't looking like something, like Morris Chestnut or something, I was not. Okay. I was not responding back. It didn't matter. You could borrow me whatever. If I didn't like you, I didn't like you. So let's talk about dating when you're meeting somebody in person. How does dating online differ from meeting in person? And how hard or easy has it been for you to meet people in person? It's always easy for me to meet people in person. I think yeah. just because of my personality. Yeah. So I never really have a problem with meeting people in person. You flirty? Um... I don't think I'm flirty, but you guys, Heavenly thinks I'm flirty. Like, I don't think I'm flirty. She definitely is flirty. (laughs) I don't think I am. I think... But it's not a bad thing. I I wish. I think I'm social. I think I'm easy... you touch people. See, and I see, and somebody else, my first boyfriend brought that to my attention because that's why he thought I was even interested in him. Whole time, I didn't even like the boy. I thought he was... (laughs) was, mm, I was like, ugh, I don't like you. 
Well, yeah, he I was touching think, my hand and rubbing back and stuff. Right. Well, he didn't say that until after, like, maybe, like, a year later. He was just all, like, I was like, boy, like, we were telling the story. I was like, I never liked you for real. Like, <laughs> in fact, it was probably three, it was, like, three years later. I was like, well, I never was liking you at first. But I think, I actually think it's an, amer- an admirable quality when you're single to be able to flirt with other men. And when you end your a relationship to flirt with your man because I need flirt boot camp. I have an issue flirting. Like, if a dude like me. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me take that back. If I like a dude, he will never know because I don't, I get like, I don't know. I get shy. People would not believe it, but I really am shy around like people I like. And then I find myself accidentally flirting with people I have no interest in just because I'm free around. Right. You get what I mean? I'm right. free on myself. But when I like you, I'd be like, hi. <laughs> I mean, I think I was like that when I was younger. And I think college really helped me to come out my shell. Mm-hmm. And um, I think in college, I just naturally more so became more so a go-getter. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Um, because I I really was the type that you have to approach me. Yeah. I'm, I'm like not going to say anything to you. Even my first boyfriend said that, whatever. Like, he had to, like, chase me around. But I had, to, like, a conversation with him, like, I guess because, like I said, I wasn't interested in him. But when I think back to, like, guys that I really, really like, like, yeah, they had to approach me because I would never say anything to them. Or my friends had to go say something to him. I feel that way. I never, like, I believe in being pursued. It's important for me. And I think because I'm such a dominant personality in every other area of my life, when it comes to my relationship with my man, I want to feel very soft. I want to feel very feminine. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to take that dominant role. I want you to come after me. And then, once you get me, your world just erupts with greatness. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, do you now believe in the woman approaching the man? Now that you're older, like, what are your Um, thoughts on that? See, I would never just go to a man, though. So, I I don't agree with that. Because I would never just go to a man and be like, oh, let me get your number. What do you think is the issue with that, like, in your mind? With a woman that approaches a man. So, I don't think there's nothing wrong. I just don't think... I, okay, it's so just me, not you. It's just not my style. Yeah, I kind of... It, it depends how strong the woman comes on. Because I've seen women come on very, very strong. And, like, more like a a slutty way. If you have, like, mm-hmm. a little bit of class about it. Like, for instance, I, <laughs> the other day, I was down on U Street. Um, and... But I wasn't... You know, we just had... I had lunch with somebody. But I was in the 7-Eleven with my friend, and it was a guy, tall, dark skin. I told y'all, I got tight. <laughs> tall, six foot five, dark skin dude, whatever. He had a job, but he had his little med star thing on. And then he was, but he was on the phone. He was in front of us in line. And I wasn't trying to overhear his conversation, but I overheard his conversation. And he was like, man, I don't even know why that dude did that. Like, I don't want to have to kill him. And so I'm like, I was just, I just do it. And then once he said that, I'm like, boo, don't do that. You too handsome for that. serious. I was like, you sound like you really about to do something to her. <laughs> you gonna look good doing it, but please, girl, you have too many fine minutes. So, jail. what happened? What was the result? What did he say? Thank you. Like, thank you, boo. And I walked out. So, like, I don't take things like that serious, though, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Other people do. They'd be like, oh, like,
is the latest news for today. A former U.S. ambassador's daughter, who is charged with murder, was ordered held without bond Tuesday afternoon after the judge said she is a danger to the community. Sofia Negroponte, a 27-year-old, is accused of stabbing 24-year-old Yusuf Resmussin to death inside a Rockville, Maryland home last week. When police arrived, about 11.15 p.m. Thursday, Negroponte was lying on top of Resmussin's bloody body, pleading for her friend not to die and saying she was sorry. According to court documents, Negoponte is the daughter of John Negoponte, a former ambassador and U.S. Director of National Intelligence. Her lawyer, Andrew Drizik, told the judge this is not a case of savage murder, as the prosecutors described it. Color of Change and Life, after released, announced its new campaign surrounding the accountability of criminal cases in Prince George's County. The organizations want to start a new court watch program in the county to hold Prince George's County State's Attorney's Office accountable for its prosecuting decisions. The announcement features the appearance of formerly incarcerated people and several national criminal justice advocates, such as the NAAP and the Baptist Convention of D.C. and vicinity. In July 2019, the county's top prosecutor, Aisha Bravoy, reorganized the state's attorney's office juvenile division and directed all prosecutors to assess the possibility of diverting an accused youth offender into counseling or mental health services before moving forward with charges. Bravoy believed the changes would end the school-to-prison pipeline. Now, these organizations are calling on Bravoy to be transparent about her reforms. According to the organizations, Bravoy hasn't given the county an update on proposed reforms she promised during her first year in office. They said she promised to end the cash bail, a conviction integrity program, and diversion for juveniles. The organizations plan to file several FOIA, Freedom of Information Act, requests in an effort to demand accountability on policies that impact pretrial detention. And for our last news story, plastic carryout bags would essentially be a thing of the past in Maryland if a bill in the General Assembly gathers enough lawmakers' votes. The bill would ban plastic carryout bags at the point of sale next year in July. It would also require stores to charge customers a 10 cent fee per durable carry-out bag, like paper bags. The goal of the bill is to encourage bringing reusable bags to stores and to limit overall waste. For the Prince George's Daily, I am Lillian Torres. This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily Podcast are Heavenly B, Mod to Say, 
David Smalls, Joshua Boykin, Brian Green, and Chandra Durham, and is executively produced by Dale Roten. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on businesses in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.